Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hello, and welcome to The Beacon Podcast. I'm Ryan Warnicky, your host for today's discussion on technology for nonprofits. I'm excited to welcome Micah James from Bloomerang, a donor management software, to the podcast today. I've had the pleasure of working with Bloomerang and, and its founder, Jay Love, since shortly after it launched in 2013. Bloomerang is a recommended vendor, a uh, partner uh, of Lighthouse Council, and, and we enjoy a great relationship. It's been amazing to watch the company grow over the past 10 years. And Micah, it's really a pleasure to have you here today. Thanks so much. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for making the time. Uh, before we get started, let me tell our listeners a little bit about you. Mike is the manager of the professional services at Bloomerang, where she supervises a team of coaches and consultants who deliver coaching sessions to nonprofits with a focus on best fundraising and database practices. Now, prior to her two years at Bloomerang, Micah was Director of Development and Public Relations at Upward Transitions in Oklahoma City uh, and Director of Engagement at the Oklahoma Conference of Churches. Uh, she's a CFRE, which means she really knows her stuff, uh, and a committee member for AFP Oklahoma's National Philanthropy Day. So again, Micah, welcome and, and thank you for all you do for the profession uh, as an engaged member of AFP and probably a very engaged member of your community uh, where you live. Absolutely. Um, I've As I've transitioned from being in the day-to-day -to, -day to, you know, being in, at Bloomerang, I've tried to stay active in, in fundraising wherever I can. And and given that you've done that, sounds like it's probably very rewarding because you're continuing to do it. Um, so, so with that said, let's dive into some of these questions. Over the last decade, there's been dramatic advances in technology, right? And you've seen some of these as a fundraiser, and now you're experiencing them as a consultant to fundraisers, right? So... What have been some of the biggest changes you've seen and how have they empowered fundraisers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I remember, you know, 10 years ago when I started fundraising, Excel was all the rave. And I think I even wrote my own Microsoft Access database at one point. Um, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's come a long way since then. You know, in in my time here at Bloomerang, I've I've been able to be on the front edge of some of those developments. And so I would say some of the biggest changes that I'm seeing is real intentionality in reducing donor friction. When a when a donor gives online, you know, back in the day, you used to have to fill out paper forms and put your credit card number on a piece of paper and hope that the people had good practices for storing those and all of those kind of things. Now we have all of these online forms that keep it secure. The feeling of data security is front of mind, but also I want to make sure that this is a easy process. I don't know about you, but I hate getting my debit card out of my wallet if I'm at an event or something. And so having the ability to do things like Google Pay and Apple Pay, and just today or yesterday, we launched Tap to Pay at Bloomerang. So 
you can, if you have one of those new fancy debit cards, you can just pull it up at your event and tap to pay. The whole idea is to shorten the journey between somebody's excitement about your mission and their ability to give. And I think over time, technology has made that journey shorter and mm-hmm. friendlier for donors. So. Right, right. You no longer have to write a check. In fact, it, it can be <laughs> so simple that the online form is not long and confusing and frustrating and causes a donor to say, forget this, I'm out. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, we have the ability to meet the donor where they are, you know, through text to give and QR codes and all the things. You don't have to like be at a computer and sign on to a website. It's in the pot. We all carry these really fancy computers in the palm of our hand. And so why not equip people to actually use them to make a donation when they're out and about? So it's been really incredible to see all the advances in those ways really help not only fundraisers, because I have it in the palm of my hand, I can engage with you as a donor while I'm out, um, but also for the donor. From my experience as a donor, I, I love being able to sit. I was at the AFP Philanthropy Day yesterday and being able to be there and make a donation without really a lot of effort makes it just super easy for me to participate. So um, there's just lots of real good possibilities there. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. Um, so <clears throat> when people think about purchasing fundraising technology, right, that's big process, could be a lot of people involved, but could just be one person really. What are some of those things that, that many people oftentimes overlook or don't think about during that process? Yeah, I think part of the things that people lose sight of is the whole picture. You know, lots of times we're really laser focused on fundraising, donor cultivation, and those kinds of management administration sides of technology um, that sometimes we forget about the user experience. And so making sure that when you're purchasing any kind of fundraising technology that you actually experience it as a donor. Great point, Micah. Uh, It's so important, but also something that's easily overlooked. So when people think about purchasing fundraising technology, be it one person or hopefully not, but maybe a board or uh, a larger organization. Many people that talk through all the things they need what are some of the things that many of those scenarios people might oftentimes overlook? Yeah, um, I think sometimes people don't realize the full range of what fundraising technology can do. And so when they're looking at a fundraising system, they might be thinking about it from the administrative side. You know, whether you're an executive assistant or a chief executive officer, good data is really important but donor experience is just as important. And so when you're looking at fundraising technology, making sure that you have a technology that does both and partners well together is something that's really important. And so not getting focused on one side of the coin versus the other, but making sure you're approaching fundraising in more of a holistic manner. You know, I've experienced, and you probably have experienced some some donor landing pages and those kind of things that aren't necessarily what they should be, even though the back end of whatever software that is 
might be amazing at running reports and doing all of those kind of things. So just making sure that both the donor experience and the management side fit what your organization and what your donors experience. I know many of the organizations that we work with still have a constituency that likes to write checks or still has a constituency that likes to do donor advised funds and those kind of things. So you want to make sure that you're aligning what you have as a software with the people that you're serving and asking for donations from. So, Right, right. On one side of things, it's important to be able to report your financials and properly track gifts so that you can give a donor a tax receipt. But at the same time, going back to your earlier comments, it's important the donor has a good experience along the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, that you're collecting the right information from them. You know, I have a lot of conversations with people. They're like, why do I need that? I can do Facebook fundraising or all of those kind of things. But the amount of information that you're able to get and then thank those donors afterwards, it just may not be there. And so just making sure that you can live out the whole journey with your donors when you're using technology is just really important. Sure. And so to that point, then you and, and your team, right, you help your clients analyze their data, look, look at whatever you, you look at in the database to make some informed decisions and, and help automate best practices or recommend automations of best practices from within Bloomerang so that overall their, their fundraising results increase however it makes sense based on the data, right? So what are some of the common changes uh, that you recommend and, and to the degree you can, uh, other than fundraising up, good, right? <laughs> what are some of the outcomes? Yeah, so yeah, we, we have been very fortunate on my team and it's grown over the last year to really lean into the utilization and maximization of Bloomerang's database. And, you know, sometimes that sounds very, uh, you know, buzzwordy, um, but it really mm. is, I lovingly call it, taking people from going through driver's ed to driving their database like a Ferrari or, you know, your, your favorite sports car. Um, mm-hmm. So what we do on our team is we analyze a set of metrics. We look at those trends really in the context of where that nonprofit is and what they're doing. We create a baseline. And then over time, we meet with them on a regular basis to see how those trends are developing, you know, responding to campaigns, seasonality, all of those different things. And we're able to have conversations with nonprofits that say, hey, have you thought about this particular segment of your donor base or this particular action? And what we see is most of the time where we start is donor retention and Mm -hmm. making sure that they have a, you know, even a short donor cultivation journey. We all know thank yous are important, but what about that next ask after their first gift? Um, So making sure they have some kind of process for different segments. Usually we lean into first-time donors and major donors as those first segments. Uh, You should be talking to people based on their action and differently. I think you know, once upon a time, we all used to send 100 emails to 100 people and hope that they all read the message the same way. Um, people are expecting more authenticity and relationship building um, and personalization these days. And so those are kind of the changes that we recommend is 
if I'm a major donor, don't suggest a $5 donation to me. If I'm a first time donor, don't suggest a $10,000 donation to me. And so, you know, those kind of segmentations and personalizations to a journey can really make the difference in whether somebody's going to take that next action. Sure. So I'm, I'm hearing two things. I'm hearing uh, segmentation, treat different donor segments differently, especially because in today's world, we all expect stuff. When we go on the internet, we probably see personalized ads, right? Uh, but don't don't try to do all of it at once, right? Make make the changes one at a time so you can do them well and then continue course correcting. Is that right? Absolutely. Um, I always, you know, we go over a wide, vast list of metrics with people. And sometimes they look at us and they're like, that's too many, that's too much. We always recommend one action at a time, evaluate, learn from it, and then take on that next thing. Particularly for nonprofits that have limited staff and limited resources, you don't want to try 25 new things at once, A, because you're not going to be able to evaluate its impact, any one particular action's impact, and B, you probably don't have the resources to do 25 new things at once. So yes, it's being intentional and taking that next action based on what you're seeing in your data. That's, that is such good advice. Thank you. Micah, so it looks like we've come to the end of our allotted time. Thanks so much uh, for finding time in your very busy schedule to, to share uh, these great insights. Do you have any closing thoughts before we sign off? I mean, as we go into the giving season, I always like to give a little bit of encouragement to my fellow fundraisers. Um, I know this is a really busy time for many of you as you go into giving season. A, take care of yourself. And B, know that not one day, not one campaign, not one event is the end-all be-all of your whole fundraising. Make sure that you're cultivating journeys for your donors and that whatever you do this giving season is either the continuation or the beginning of a relationship with whoever is giving to your organization. Well, the advice you give continues to get better. Your clients are very lucky to have you. To our listeners, you can connect with Micah on LinkedIn and learn more about Bloomerang on their website, bloomerang.co. And, and thanks again for listening. I'm Ryan Warnicky. Uh, we hope to see you again next time on The Beacon Podcast. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews. Suggest future topics and learn more about upcoming podcast and guest at lighthousecouncil.com.